now entering the studio of ELR Prophetic Shift, where we're spreading the gospel throughout all nations. Thank you for being our guest. God bless you.
Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, we thank you now. Uh, that the word go forth with power uh, and anointing. Uh, to change folks' lives, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, we adore you. Uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
for the whole world. Those that was living at that time, those that were going to be born, and we wasn't living at that time, but we even he died for us who hadn't been born yet. So that's going to show you how he had us in mind. He knew what he was doing from the beginning of time, before time even showed up. He knew. He had us in mind. He knew what he wanted us to do. He knew who our mothers and fathers was going to be. But we didn't know. And they didn't know that we were going to be their children. But, you know, we did, they, they didn't choose us and we didn't choose them. God chose our parents and he chose us for our parents. So, you know, we just, just you know, we learned how to grow with one another, how to flow with one another. Amen. How to get along with one another, how to love one another, how to mature. Amen. And that's how you grow by when you're maturing. That's how you grow. Amen. You learn how to live with one another, with their faults. Amen. This love is unconditional. God's love is unconditional. Amen. He loves us regardless of who we are and what we've done and what we're doing. And we have to do the same thing for one another. This is an unconditional love. That agape love goes beyond all other love. Amen. He loves us in spite of and not because of. Amen. We thank God this day. Amen. I thank God that my wife, she's joined us today. Amen. And this awesome time and word and how things are happening in the world today. Amen. Listen, God gave us power, authority, and dominion over every creature, every creeping and crawling thing. Everything that flies through the air, everything that walks on the face of the earth, he gave us gave us their power and their authority and dominion. So we should be, and we are in charge of this physical world and what goes on in here. And we, God's gonna hold us responsible if we don't do something about it. The situations that are going on, and never say that we can't do anything about it. We can. Prayer, changing the people that, changing the minds of the people that live in the neighborhoods and in our communities and in our nation. We just have to pray and stick with it. Things might not change overnight, but you got to continue to pray. Amen. I'll be breathing. It's a uh, Genesis 4 and 9. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? Uh, that's what he asked. And, and, and he said, what happened? Hallelujah. Amen. Genesis 4 and 9 says, responsibility for one another, brotherly love, the theme of brotherly brotherhood emerges early in the scripture and from the very beginning it is clear that God placed a high priority on how our brother how brothers treat each other. And in the passage the question of responsibility for one another uh, first merges when Cain asked, Cain asked, 
am I my brother's keeper? The words used from keeper, Hebrew shama, that's the word, that's the meaning of keeper, shama, means to guard, to protect, to attend, or regard. Are we responsible? Absolutely. It's God's answer. Not only are we our brother's keeper, we are held accountable for our treatment of our, our ways of relating to our brothers. Blood and spiritual. For Cain sinned against his brother. God cursed him throughout the earth. Take, takes away his ability to fall. Sentence him to a life as a fugitive and a vagabond. Clearly indicates that unbrotherlessness is distinct, distincts one to fruitfulness and frustration of purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are held accountable. Cain offering was not accepted because he didn't give it from his heart and he just didn't give God the first of his food. He just gave him what he wanted him to have. But Abel gave God his first and God honored Abel. And Cain hated that because he God didn't honor him. Because his heart wasn't right. Amen. And what he sought. Amen. That goes on today how brothers treat one another. Sisters treat one another. Sisters are not speaking to one another. Brothers are not speaking to, to one another. Children are not speaking to fathers and mothers because of something happening years and years ago. You don't know how to turn stuff loose. It, it goes along with them for year in and year out. And that stuff is eating them alive, and they don't even realize, just like they drinking poison and hoping the person that they have a disagreement with die from it, but they are dying because of their un unforgiveness, and revenge, and retaliation, anger, <clears throat> will cause you to will cause, will mess up your physical body. But we have to learn to know how to treat one another, how to love one another. Amen. It's not a hard thing. It's just people just, they just have a lot of pride. They're stout-hearted. They don't want to forgive. But, you know, it's easy to forgive if you want. Sometimes it, some people, you have to forgive by faith. You have to forgive. But that's what is written in the book. God forgave us. We are some of the most forgiveness we have. God has had so much mercy and forgiving us for everything that we ever done or thought about doing. Yet, we can't forgive one another. And God has to have life and death in his hands over us, but yet he does not destroy us. And that stuff, you know, it's not good for you. It's not good for the entire family. It's not good for the world because if we are the light of the world, we got to show it. But Cain was an odd chance. He couldn't hang with the rest of the people. He had to go out and nobody was allowed to touch Cain. God told him, listen, he, I don't want nobody touching, nobody take revenge on him. I'm going to handle this myself. And that's what he did. 
The revenge which shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. So they, they couldn't touch him, even though he had committed murder. He told them nobody touch it, and nobody touched him. So this this is the kind of God we serve. Lord, the system the world has, they usually, you know, you go to jail, you get your own trial, you have a trial, you have a your defendant, your your uh, defense attorney, and the prosecutor, the one who's prosecuting you for the crime that you committed. And then you have your day in court. God is taking care of this whole matter Himself, with concerning Cain. You know, even with us, if we do something to one another, God take care of that Himself. We don't have to go to the law, to the court. We should never go to court. Uh, uh, our brothers and sisters. We should be able to handle the situation ourselves. And if not, just leave it alone. And God will take care of himself. Either way, but do not go to court. Okay, what a person has done to you. A brother or sister has done to you. Never go to court on them. That's showing the world that you don't have no confidence in your God. No trust at all. You go to court. Stuff and you, you know, but we God want us to handle the situation ourselves. We pray and talk about it. We come together, and sometimes you can't even get come to a, you know, to to an agreement. If you can't come to agreement, just leave it off, and God will handle it. Don't take matters into your own hands. He never intended for us to take matters into our hands. Let Him fight the battle, like He told Joshua, like He told uh, Jehoshaphat. Say, listen. This battle, you don't have to fight it. So we don't have to fight in a lot of battles, but we do have to trust God. We do have to believe him and let him handle the situation. You know, uh, Cain, mother and father, Adam and Eve, did not, you know, fight it, try to, you know, get back at Cain for what he did to their son Abel. He just let, they just let the Lord handle the situation. And that's what it does. If you let a person know that they've done wrong regardless of who they are, whether they're your children, your mama, your daddy, your husband, your wife, you let them know that they were wrong about what they've done. You know, you can't you can't side with nobody when it comes down to right and wrong. You got to tell it the way it is, whether you like it or not. It's not about you, it's not about the other individual. It's about Jesus. We got to learn how to handle stuff like Jesus would handle it. Things would be a whole lot better. The world would be a whole lot better off. Now, Cain did have a family. So he went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived in Boedah. And he built a city and called the, called the name of the city after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born. Now, each one of these had, had children. And uh, they had, a, they had each one of them had children, but they don't name the wives. 
or anything like that. But, you know, women would just like, you know, they just uh, like a lot of people today, they figure that women were just born to have babies and cook and, and stay barefooted in the kitchen. The women wasn't really recognized back in, in that day. But now women are more recognized now than they ever been before. Where would the church be without women? Where would the world be without women? Where would a house be without women? So, so we got to learn to God created Adam and Eve, and they supposed to be and they are supposed to have been bad children, and they did bad children. So that's what the world, that's what God intended from the beginning, you know. But people have their own intentions, their own thoughts, the way they want to do things. They don't put God for a figure. Says this is what I want to do. And you, if you if you have an idea, if you have a vision, if you have a thought, you need to say, Lord, what do you think about it? Put Him first, Lord. I need your help in doing this. Is this what you want me to do? You have to pray about things. Just go up and do it because you can. Pray about it and see what the Lord Lord will give you an answer whether you whether this is the way to go. Or the way this the way you should handle the situation. If you want a business, you got to pray and ask God, which business should I do? What should I do? Which way should I go? I seek him. That's what you should. Even when you're counseling, you just don't counsel the husband and don't counsel the wife. You counsel both. You listen to both sides, and then you intervene. While you're listening to what they're saying, you be praying in your heaven language, the Lord can give you the answer to whatever's going on and how to contend with the people that you counsel. That's how this all is how they deal with it. And then that when you tell them what the law has given you to tell them, then it's up to them to live, to do what you have told them. That the counsel the answer that you got from the law. Some people don't want to forgive. They don't want to forget. Well, forgiveness is a whole new thing that, you know, you don't forget, you just forgive. You just don't hold things against nobody. You don't count mistakes, how many times you did this and how many you did this, your ninth time you did that. Love don't hold, don't count grudges and, and, and that's mistakes. Love don't count that. Not in God, just on a man does stuff like that. God don't count. He don't hold nothing against you. Whatever you've done, he done forgave you and thrown it in the seal for forgiveness. We have to learn to do the same thing. Forgive and move on with your life. You can't let one incident, no matter how many incidents have happened, whatever going on in your life, you can't let it stop you from going forward. Can't let you, you can't let it stop you from serving God or doing what God called you to do. There are other lives out there besides your life and your family. God didn't just put you here for your family, but other people that, you know, that God got for you to reach and people that he, he wants you to pray for, people that he wants you to, you know, come in contact with, to encourage them, to lift them up. That's why we are here, not for our families alone. You know, because most of the time my family didn't tell us about Jesus. Somebody else that they might have planted the seed, but somebody else come along and watered it. And you've listened to somebody else month time move, you listen to your family. And those folks that brought you on in and kept encouraging you. 
to let you know that God is real. He'll be with you. He's standing with you. Say he will never leave you nor forsake you. Say he will be with you until the end of the age. And that's true. He has never left me. He has never forsaken me. He's never forgotten me. He always thinks about it. He thinks about us all the time. He's concerned about what you're concerned about. I know people heard this is not a feeling way. This is a faith walk. Healers will get you all messed up. We are living by faith and not by what we see. We are living by not We are living by faith. This is a faith walk. Every step of the way. You're not supposed to see your way. You're supposed to trust God. He'll make the way. The way has already been made anyhow. But when he was on the cross, and when he said this was finished, he hung his head and died. Everything that you ever would need on the face of this earth has already been provided for us, no matter what it is. You just got to stand and trust God regardless of what, what the situation is, what's going on in your life, what's going on with your family, what's going on with your children. I've been in some situations that only God could have brought me out. I mean some situations that nobody knew about. I didn't tell nobody about. I just prayed and put it in God's hand. He took care of the situation in his time. So that's what we have to do. We cannot let things and situations and trials and tribulations Keep you from going forward. Amen. James said, he said, listen, he said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. <laughs> it's something else, boy, when, when God lays something on you. <laughs> when he lays something on you, he put it on you. He allowed that to happen. Well, you know, that... Other folks are looking things and saying, no, I can't do it that way. And we got to remember 10% of what we earn belongs to the law. You know, 10% of what you earn belongs to God. If we pay taxes, and they're going to get them, but they don't trust you to give them nothing. They're going to take it out of your paycheck. They take out Social Security. They take out a whole lot of things out of your check before you get it, and when you get it, this is what's left. So if we can allow the government to do all that kind of stuff, why can't we trust God with the 10% that he's asking? He said he will open up the windows of heaven and call you out a blessing that you would have room to receive. He said it will cause men, make men to give unto your bosom. But you got to trust it. In all your living, in all your doing, you got to trust it. Even when it was on the ship and the storm arose and Jesus was on the ship with them, you know, people still, Lord, do you care about us? Sure he cares. He's not worried about the storm. He's sleeping. But in, in order to and secure them, he woke up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and everything became peaceful. 
You got to, your, your belief, you got to believe what the words say. That take care of our entire life. Luke 10 and 19, no matter what is upon the face of the earth today, the plagues, God is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. You don't change. We are covered under the blood. If you, if you get corona, it don't have to kill you. The medicine's not, what's the, the medicine's not doing that much because they want to give you a booster shot now. So that goes to show you they don't know they don't know half the stuff they tell you what they what to do because they don't really don't have it down yet. How can they give you medicine, give you a shot of us and they haven't proved it yet? A lot I don't blame a lot of people for not taking it. You know, a lot of people are getting it and they don't have the shot. So that's really no that's really no secure. That's not secure right there. I'll just go on and trust God because that's the best thing you have going for you. Medicine has side effects. I hear where they say lady, somebody had blood clots running all through the my daughter in law would tell me she had they had to take care of the blood clots running through her body in her veins because of the shot. So we got to uh trust God. I'm gonna trust his word. I done trusted yesterday for the forty three years I can trust for another forty three years. And brought me out a whole lot of stuff where I should have died, but I'm still here. Children should have died, but they're still here. Take the word and apply it to your life. Just don't read it and don't do nothing with it. Reading it is one thing, but when time comes for you to use it, that's when you should use it. Instead of speaking negative, speak positive for everything. And stop putting so much emphasis on corona. You need to speak positive. God's going to bring us out of this. We're going to make it. We're going to be all right. And that's what we have to do. When you take things in your own hands and hurt somebody, jealousy is cruel at the grave. You know, jealousy will get you in a lot of problems. Jealousy is not going to be jealous of me. It's not going to get you where I am or get you the thing that I've gotten. You just got to trust God. He'll take care of that. I don't have no business being jealous of anybody. I don't have any business of, of, of being envious of anyone. I'm trying to cover somebody else's stuff. No, the word is against all of that. You just do what God asks you to do, and everything will be all right. It'll be just fine, but we don't want to trust it. We want to take matters in our own hands and try to do stuff that you should not be doing. And thinking things that you should not be thinking. Listen, the Lord already knows your thoughts before you think of. He knows what you're going to do before you get it done. So put everything in his hands. Ah, my soul say yes. And that's what we have to do. God is a good God. He's kind. He's awesome. He's mighty. Anybody could speak the earth into existence. There's nobody else that's done anything like that and can't do nothing like that because there's only one God. He's above all God, the God with the little G. They can't do nothing for you. All these different religions they got, these different sayings that they have, why this happened and why, everything that happened is supposed to happen. 
they, he, there was all these plagues and stuff and earthquakes was mentioned in the book of Daniel and other books in the Old Testament. So they're supposed to happen. The earth is coming. We're coming to a close. Jesus is closer now than he was yesterday. He's closer. And each day he's getting closer. Each day he's getting closer. Every second he's getting closer. Every moment he's getting closer. He's giving us a chance to go out and to witness to those that are lost, those that are sick, those that are mentally disturbed, those that are hurting, those who are lonely. Leah Mahashi, I heard somebody say the other day, say, I might be alone, but I'm not lonely. Because Jesus lives in us 24 hours a day. Wherever you go, he goes with you. God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they are right there with you all the time. When you lay down, and lay down with you. When you rise, and rise with you. So you got to comfort them there all the time. You just got to thank. You got to praise him and give him thanks. You got to worship him. You got to pray. You got to fast. You got to meditate and be, and be joyful. Not always looking down and feeling sorry for yourself. Lift up your head and give him praise. Listen, when Daniel was being persecuted and he knew they were going to throw him into the lion then because he refused not to he refused to not to pray. He prayed anyhow. Daniel never complained about a thing. The Hebrew boys didn't complain about a thing. They threw them in the fiery furnace. They consumed the men that threw him, threw them in the fire at first. But they knew God would bring them out. And they said, if he don't, I know he's able. So that's how we have to thank and thank also. He's able. He's able to bring you out. And he will bring you out if you trust him. You might not come out when you think it should come. A lot of times, patient, let patient have a perfect way. We need patience. Let God work on us. Try to mold you and shape you. And take you to the potter's house. Taking you to the potter's house. And that's what we are. We're in the potter. We're at the potter. We're in the hand of the potter. He's molding us and shaping us into the men and women that he wants us to be. Where our children can have a they can, they can look at us and say we are examples. We got to we got to be examples. Jesus was our first example, the best example we were going to ever have. He never complained about a thing himself. When they was whipping him with their cat of nine tails, he never complained. I'm I see when they rejected him, never he never complained. And we make it like it's so hard. We got to. Say something every time I'm about to say something to you, but, I, I, but shut up whatever being dished out to you. It's not going to kill you. Just here to make you even stronger for the next trial because there's another one coming. Right after, might not be right after, but one is coming. And listen, the devil can't try you with anything. He can't test you with anything. He got to get permission from my daddy. Remember Job. The devil wanted to try him. God told him. 
He, as a matter of fact, he didn't want to miss it because he know God had him covered. God told him what he could do and what he couldn't do. You got a certain amount of time. So that's what we are. We got God on our side. Not only on our side, but he lives in us. He knows what you're going through. He hears you. It's not time for you to come out. Not yet. When you put a cake in the oven, right, you done mixed everything, all the ingredients on the cake, and put it in the oven. You just can't snatch it out in five minutes. You got to let it sit in there till it cooks through and through. And then it browns on the top, browns on the bottom. You check it every so often. And then you pull it out at that time that you're supposed to take it out. The cake is fine. You just don't put stuff in. That's in whatever you're doing in life. You get go to bed at night. You prepare yourself to go to work the next morning. I never prepare myself the morning of. I prepare myself the night before. So we have to be rushing. You don't know what's going to pop up in the morning from minute to minute. Prepare yourself. Just like get in the world, you got to study it to show yourself approved. So if somebody asks you to minister somewhere, somebody needs some encouraging words, somebody asks you a question, you got to be prepared. Not getting ready, you got to be prepared. Answer. You got to be prepared to pray, to lay hands on the sick, speak the words. You can't always get to certain places, but you can send the word. Jesus sent the word to the centurion house, and the man was healed the same hour. We got the same power and authority. Same powers. We're not going to get no more power than what we already have. We just as powerful as God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit is. Because he's our daddy. He gave us power and authority and dominion. You got power. Speak the word. People be healed. In faith, you got to lay hands on the sick. I'm not wondering if they're going to be healed. Know that they're going to be healed. Because the word, 1 Peter 2, 24, say we were healed. And that's a fact. We were healed. A lot of people, you know, won't accept their healing. They won't be complaining about how I feel. Feeling is subject to change. I don't care what's going on in my life. I'm healed. I'm healed. I am healed. I am healed. And that's what you have to think. That's what you have to speak. That's what you have to do. Lay hands on them. Anoint your children. Before they go to school anymore. Cover them with the blood. God gives us authority to cover them with the blood. He gives us authority to cover our homes and our dope of possession with the blood. He gave us the word. Get in it and use it. What need to have in a car if you don't ever crank it up and move it to, and then go somewhere? You just got to sit in the yard looking good. Same thing with the world. You got to apply to your life every day. Not sometimes, but every day. You got to pray. Give God praise before things happen. Even if you're not in a trial, you got to praise him. Paul used to sing a song, Why wait till the battle's over? Shout now. Shout while you're going through. Give him praise. Worship him. 
Tell God, thank you. Lift him up. Lift him up. You encourage somebody else to lift him up. I was working with a guy, and, and we worked together every day. No matter, how, no matter how much money I would pick up and find, I would say, Lord, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And after a while, he caught on. He went to saying the same thing. See, our lives, we are an example to the people that we work with. We got to show them we can't be so quick to get angry. I remember one time a supervisor said, all preachers, all preachers are not alike. Because I'm not like those who you're talking about. Everybody's not like, I don't care what somebody else, other preacher, pastor's doing. I'm not doing it. And we got some, God, if we got some bad children, you know God got some bad children. He got some bad children. That's a fact. But if we trust God, lean on him. Lean on him and not to your own understanding. A lot of times you don't understand why you're going through What's happening to you right now? What did you do for this to happen? Sometimes we haven't done a thing. We just mean trying. And then a lot of times we bring a lot of stuff on our own self because we don't make the right decision. We do what we think. We do what we want to do. And how we think, that's what we do. But if you put God first in everything, he'll lead you. And God can direct you in the right direction. He help you make the right help you make the right decisions. He won't lead you into trouble. He might allow trouble to he allow trouble to happen, but he's right there with you all the time. And when time for that trial is to, to, uh, to, to be lifted, it'll have to be lifted. You're going to stand it no longer. You start walking to stand it. But you've got to trust God in every situation in your life, everything in your whole life. Trust him with your finances. Trust him with your children, with your husband, with your wife. Trust him. Trust him. Everything will be all right. I was stating earlier about how we could change the community that we live in. We could change the people that live in our community. Instead of moving from one place to another, pray. God will be praying. When I cease it, things will change if you give God a chance. We want it to happen overnight. Everything don't happen overnight. God is not a microwave God. You can put stuff in the microwave, you got to put it in two, three minutes. And some stuff that's frozen that take a little longer to cook. So you just got to trust God. He knows what's best for us. He knows what's best for us at all times, no matter what. He knows what's best. So let us trust God in everything that we do. Put him first. I'm about finished, but let us not be in the state that Cain got into. Let us not fall into the state that Cain fell into. Kill his brother. We might not kill nobody, you know, but, but our words, our tongue, a lot of people that died are in prison for stuff that they didn't do because somebody said that they did it. And they, people were killed because of what somebody said. So you got to be careful what you say. 
who you say it about. I'm a sheep, yeah, Somebody say, my what about? Well, if you see somebody, see a husband messing up, you don't tell the wife. You talk to the husband. If you see the wife messing up, you don't tell the wife. You don't tell the husband. You tell them to talk to the individual. Or you don't know what that person might do. And you'll be held. You're gonna be a. You're gonna be responsible for what happened to that individual. So just talk to them. Only and nobody else. And God will fix it. But we won't. We like to see things happen to people. We like to see people get revenge. But that's not a God. That's not the way you should think. Should think that way. God got revenge on He punished Cain the way He wanted him to be punished, and no other way. Nobody else could touch it. Nobody could touch it, and that's how we should be. We listen. God loves us just that much too. He loves us. I'm not seeing it. I'm a whole But we got to trust God totally in everything. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine because God works through the medication. But that's that's the second that's the second um uh you know that's that God should be first. Medicine should be second. Operations. You can take it, you can have it if you want. The doctors, they're doing a lot of experiments. They want to, you know, experiment on different folks with different things. Yeah. But let us trust God. Mm-hmm. Let us trust God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful Hallelujah. for this opportunity this morning. I'm grateful for how he woke me this yeah. morning, how he kept the thieves, the robbers, and riches and mothers out of our homes. I'm grateful. That he satisfied me with a long life. And I'm, my soul is prospering. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God for maturing me, save a grand and great grand. And another fourth generation. Just thank God for the church, for the people of God. We're praying for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. We're praying for every pastor, every apostle, every bishop, every overseer, every prophet, every prophet, every teacher, every pastor. We're praying for them. We're praying for the world leaders. We're praying for the world as a whole. And let me, everybody's going through the same thing with Corona. We're all in the same boat. But we can pray. And God and change the situation. But we got to do something. We expect God to do it all. We got to do something. We got to do something. We need to have it closed. You got to land right on never put them on. You got to do something. Pray and trust God. He will work it out every situation, every time. He will. He will. I'm going to give you another example. I was working when I was working, this guy was working with me, got an argument about something. I can't remember what it was. But this, he wouldn't speak to me. We worked in the drove in a truck every day, shoulder to shoulder, worked shoulder to shoulder every day. And a person angry with you, you don't, you don't know what they're going to do. 
and that's not a good situation there. I said, Lord, I don't know what this man is thinking. I don't know what it might do. I said, you know how to fix this thing. I put it in his hand and said another word. They think I knew. He was doing his thing for me, even defending me. God come up with the curse and the care. I said, listen, this is my friend. So if you want to curse, let's go over here. We're not going to curse in front of my friend. You got to work that thing out. Instead of you fighting with fists and knives and words, won't get it done. If you're going to fight, fight spiritually. This is a warfare, a spiritual warfare. And this is what we have to do. Pray. Guns and knives can't get us out of the situation that we've been in. Only God can deliver you and set you free. Only God. Not mama, not daddy, not sister, not brother. Sure, they can beat somebody up, but that ain't changed the situation. If you can hurt somebody, you go going to jail. So if you let God do it, everything will be just fine. Now, if there's anyone out there today that don't know Jesus and the part of their sin, and anybody out there that needs that need prayer, that are sick, that are hurting, that are heartbroken, that's why I'm on today and let you know that God can deliver you, can set you free, no matter what you're going through. And God's word is put in any atom bomb. I see that bomb that they dropped over there, not the shock, and just clean up, just killed everybody and messed people up for years to come. We're more powerful than that bomb that they dropped over there and killed all those folks. Yes, we, are we are powerful. Yes. Yes. So Romans 10 and 9 tells us that you that don't know Jesus, that you're not saved. You know, they got a whole lot, they had a whole lot of stuff I'm not going to go in there today. But this is a simple and easy way to accept Jesus in your heart. Accept him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accept him. Romans 10 and 9. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Romans 10 yeah. and 9 says, that yeah. if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe yeah. in your heart that God raised him, talk about Jesus, from the yeah. dead, you will be saved. Yeah. With the heart, one believes unto righteousness and with the yeah. mouth confession is made unto salvation yeah. and the stuff that they taught us back in the day because they didn't know no better and they taught us mm-hmm. and we taught it for a while until we came into the knowledge Jesus 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 calling <laughs> calling faster mean it <laughs> come on and call Jesus if you, mm-hmm. you don't have it son come back no you don't yeah. have to do all that stuff just believe it that God yeah. raised Jesus from the dead. And that's it. You're saved. Find yeah. your, this Bible teaching church. Uh, teach you and give you an opportunity to grow. Pastor, yeah. that's going to love you. And after God's heart, you pray and God will send yeah. you to the right to the right ministry. That's you don't want to go to some of the ministries that they have you doing all kind of crazy stuff, which is not even biblical. You know, okay. telling you all kind of stuff. That's not even biblical. 
If they don't have chapter and verse, don't, you know, and then read for yourself. It's good that I know. But what I know, you need to know it too. Because when something comes up, mm-hmm. you'll be able to pray. You'll be able to find the scripture and quote it and, and go through. It ain't going to do you no good because I got it and I might not be home. But somebody I might not be there to help you. If you've got the word, mm-hmm. you, you, whatever you learn, nobody can't take away from you. Nobody mm-hmm. can take it away Get the word mm-hmm. and then apply it to your life every day. Pray. Not take some time. Make time and pray. Mm-hmm. Every morning. I know it's just sometimes it can be, but at 12 o'clock at night, everybody should be sleeping close to it. Pray. Uh-huh. Don't pray. You know, I understand praying silent sometimes, but when you're at home, you ain't got to pray silent. You ride along in your car, you ain't got to pray silent. You can just scream out, Jesus, 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 Lord, help me. And pray. But you don't have time for them long prayers. If you get in an accident, you ain't got time. Father, love us, you know. No, just pray, Jesus. Yeah. Say Jesus, and then a stop on accident. Yes, That's what you have to do. You don't have time for yeah. long prayers all the time. Child yeah. sick, lay hands on. Speak the word. Then mm-hmm. listen, Paul, them, Peter, them shadows, they healed people. The people just walked by, they were healed. They had them laying out of the streets. People had all kinds of mental diseases and sickness. But then when they shot a pass, all the people healed completely. Never seen a doctor, never had to go to the doctor because the doctor was in them. Mm-hmm. The doctor mm-hmm. was in them. And they yeah. were healed from all manner of sickness uh, and disease. All manner of devils and evil spirits had to leave them. Yeah. The power mm-hmm. lives in us. Listen, we're the force that the devil has to reckon with. He don't yeah. stand a chance when he come down to us. We're no. ten times stronger than the devil. Yes. If the devil was so strong and so powerful, how why couldn't he keep Jesus in the grave? Mighty God, Hallelujah. Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Law, Jehovah Nisi, El El Him, El El Him, Most High God, He's Most High. There's nobody, nothing on the face of the earth can get in the way of God's power. Unless we are we let the devil frighten us. He did not give us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind. It's all right to be yeah. afraid of something, but you shouldn't be afraid of the devil. I understand you'd be frightened about some stuff, you know, because if, if something jump up, and sometimes you'd be afraid, but he didn't give us a spirit of fear. Amen. It's not. Amen. Jesus was afraid of the devil confronted devil. The devil confronted Jesus, but Jesus stood his ground. And said, ah, let him know that. Listen, yeah. ah, he don't have to stand for himself. <clears throat> he said, the word of God, stand on the word. Use the word. That's what he gave it to us. Yeah. There are some countries, yeah. they don't have no Bibles. They just got a page out of a Bible. Everybody got a page. 
And listen, we are blessed. Amen. We are not on the street corners. We are not telling people about Jesus. Jehovah's Witnesses, they are not the true witnesses, but they are witnesses on every, they are, they are witnesses. You can't make them mad. We should be out on the, no. on the street corners on Saturday morning. Amen. So they don't make no excuses. They got a baby yeah. soul and they got that thing knocking on doors with their babies with the children with them. They don't ask them for no sir. We got excuses. No. Which is none mm-hmm. of this valid. None of this valid. You can witness on the job in the lunchroom. You can witness yeah. on the bus in Walgreens yeah. in CVS. You can witness yeah. in the in the stores where you at, you don't have to make a scene. You up to somebody and talk to them about the law that nobody won't know but you and them. Mm-hmm. In the hospital, they they mm-hmm. bought us at the hospital because we want to swing from the chandeliers. Yeah. We want to be screaming and hollering. We want people to yeah. notice you. No, that ain't what it's all about. No, we it want ain't. people to know Jesus, but there's a way to do stuff. Uh, and I stopped going to the hospitals and places that people because they, you know, they was out of, they was out, they was out of control. Yeah. They figured they were speaking in tongues and hot and live, you know, disturbing people in the next bed and, and down the hallway. No, that ain't what you do. You got no. to use some wisdom, common sense. That's it. Hallelujah. And they are crowded. They are still. Jesus Hallelujah. is alive and well. He's alive and well yeah. in us. And that's enough for him to go around. <laughs> yeah. The devil don't go on no vacation. When you go on vacation, he's right there with you. He don't stop. He's going to give him a break yeah. today. He don't do nothing like that. Yeah. And then we got remember, Jesus is with us 24 hours a day. Lives in us, and we in him. And we're a force Any sick out there today, let the sick be healed. Then he pour out there, I pray. Let the poor say that I'm rich. I pray for yeah. every man, every, every boy, every sickness, every disease. I don't have a heart to get up. I send the word. Yes, Hallelujah. Let I see you. I send the word worldwide. In the name of Jesus. Those that are sick, I command you. I'm next, ma'am, for five. made hope in the name of Jesus. La, 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 and for our financial blessings, cause me and make me to give up to their bosom. Men of their broken hearts, move out the deep hurts. Be a mind revelator and a heart fixer. I rebuke the devil out of every marriage, out of every home, of all of our children. I pray for our children. And he will make the right decisions. Yes, I pray that America will turn back to God. Yes, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Uh, Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody, just to get before the Lord right now. Amen. Because the the apostle. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for what you're getting ready to do. Father, we thank you, O oh God. We pray, O oh God, and we touch in the power and agreement that God will restore the virtue back into the into Pastor Gotham right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the hearers of the word. We thank you for the doers of the word. We thank you for the manifestation. Father, as you begin to heal every virtue that was thrown out of his body, Father, we call forth a manifestation for it to be restored. We thank you, O God. Father, we thank you for your presence, O God, on this morning, Father. We're going to open up the floor, amen, right now. We had a couple of interruptions, amen, but we're not going to be disturbed by it, hallelujah, because ministry, amen, ministry still goes on. Hallelujah, so we thank you, amen, and we're going to restore back, uh, turn it back into the host on this morning. If anybody want to open up the floor and comments on uh, to empower this man of God. Amen. Praise the Lord, Father God, for this is Prophetess Lang. Amen. I enjoyed your message. Amen. Amen. You always like you speak with wisdom and power, you know. Uh, you don't have to be the loudest, but you have to have wisdom. So I thank God for the words that you gave us this morning, uh, and I, I thank you for it. Amen. 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 Thank God for you. Amen. Uh-huh. I thank you for this morning, um, Pastor Governor. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud that you, uh, in spite of everything, you keep pushing. Amen. In spite of when nobody don't show up, when nobody don't stand the proxy, you stand. Uh, but I also see that God is shifting some things uh, even in your household. He's shifting some things in your family. There were some people online that came to support you, but when you finished, they hung up. Um, and one thing they got to understand that when everything is live, everything is live, people are hearing everything that you're saying, and the most important thing is what you're saying, amen, because you are reaching souls, amen, to 19 countries and 27 states, and we are, we are, we are proud for your diligence, we are, we are so proud of you, and we pray that God continue to grow your ministry, amen, the ministry of Love and Action Christian Center out there in Miami, Florida, God continue to, amen, to bless, amen, this man of God, for those who are listening out there live that want to sow a seed, Amen. You can uh, send an um, email. Uh, send an email to uh, franklinsoffin43 at icloud.com, or you can call him um, live at uh, call him at seven eight six eight one zero seven seven five six to sow a seed into Love and Action Christian Center. If you have a cash app, uh, Pastor Goffin, do you have a cash app? Um, out there, if not, we'll work. We'll work on your PayPal account. Um, so you can get those uh, sold into the Ministry of Love and Action Christian Center. Yeah, but again, we are. Yes. I need one. Okay, well we're gonna work on it today. <laughs> Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So for those who want to sow us to Love and Action Christian Center, Amen of Miami, Florida. Amen with the senior pastor. Amen, it's Pastor Franklin Golfin. Amen. Um, and we just pray to God, sow a seed into your life. Amen. There's a 561-839-0653 drop. I wasn't sure if that was uh, Monique or not. 
uh, but it was one of them, 561 area code 839-0653. Um, so someone that came in to support you. Amen. But the call dropped. Or, you know, amen. So we thank- okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we thank God on, on today um, that uh, God did what he said he's going to do. Amen. And we're going to go ahead and don't hang up, guys. Amen. But I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Amen. On today, on Sunday morning manner with Pastor Franklin Goffin. Make sure you guys, for those who are listening on the link right now, tune in every Sunday morning. Amen. Let's otherwise tune in every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock a.m. Amen. To hear this powerful man of God, the senior pastor of Love and Action Christian Center. Amen. None other than our honorable pastor, Franklin Goffin. God bless you.